Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, a weekly podcast doused in alcohol and lit with knowledge. Clinkies! No, we drink and we know things. The podcast. Where we drink and we know things. We nailed the title because it's just what we do. Well, we drink and we tell you guys stuff that we think that we know. We know <laughs> we know bits of it, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, we research some stuff. We have a little sit down, have a bit of dinner, do, do a, do a couple of, of Googles. Little, I was just about to say, do a little Google search. Do a couple, a couple of Google Googles, don't we? Yes, this is episode six. Six of them. Oh, oh my word. Come on, I think that's oh gosh, get situated. We're having a hard time getting situated. I know. Sorry. We're working guys. on new systems and stuff to make this podcast awesome and incredible and the best that it can be. And so that comes with some Sorry, growing pains for sure. I know I'm probably going to be sure, making some so. weird noises right now. I'm moving my laptop. She always makes we're, weird noises. Uh, <laughs> because we're out of ink. So I couldn't print out my notes. So that I have to read them off of my laptop. Oh gosh, guys, you made me ink. <laughs> Yeah, Finding Nemo is the jam. That's my fave. This right here, the jam. We're still working off of one mic, but we do at least have a mic now. So hopefully and this I stuff is going to start There's going to be more upgrades on the way, yeah. too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. As we continue <laughs> to put time into it and continue to grow as a podcast and as kind of a platform, we want to make it as professional as it can be, so bear with us. As we get there, uh, yeah. you know and what I'm saying? if I'm coughing a little bit during this, I'll try to edit it out as much as I can, but I'm a little sick. She's got the grog. So. She's a bit groggy. It's kind of annoying. Um, this past weekend was Father's Day. Yeah. So I hope everybody had a good Father's Day. Tell them papas out there. See your dads or your moms that play the role of your dad. Or yeah, being absolutely. Dad, you know, absolutely. whatever. I, I arm wrestled my dad. Stupidest decision. My dad is not a normal man. He's, He's huge. He's... He defies logic. He's ginormous. Like 55. He's the strongest dude in Body the world. Bodybuilder Yeah, type. he's ridiculous. Huge. Atlas stones and all this. And so I got a, I had a couple of beers and I got cocky. And now I'm walking around with an elbow brace. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good look. I have no sympathy. Uh, yeah. Because then you went to the I, gym it happens and it worked time. out. Like a dangus. Made it worse. Like a dangus. Oh, my belly just grumbled. Um, well, well, I wonder if it's grumbling because you're thirsty. Clinkies. Clinkies. Oh, my God. That was perfect. We don't ever have a good clinky because... I use ceramic usually... and you're in plastic and you're drinking out of a turvis. Yeah. I love my turvis. Hey, turvis, I love your wine glasses. What up, sponsors? Um, they keep my wine really cold. What's good? I'd love to talk to other people about them. For, What's not good? for free, though. So, okay. I'll let you, boy. <laughs> you ready to do this thing? Yeah. Oh, really quick. What are we drinking? I think it's the same shit same we always shit. drink. Yeah, same shit we Franzia. always drink. Franzia. That might be changing soon. Soon, yeah, next episode for sure. Like a, uh, next episode for yeah, sure. Cause yeah, because I'm a cool person and we'll get into that. Yeah, so, no spoilers. Yeah. No boozy spoilers. So I'm going to go first. Sure. Because I think you that earned it. you kept kind of going first. Okay. Okay, I, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Don't Just, look. I'm not Why looking. Why do you always do that? I don't. I don't. I was just getting comfortable. Yeah, yeah. What I'm about to tell you is really, really new in terms of when it happened. Okay. And... New to me because I didn't know anything about it until today. Okay, okay. Which was the reason it took me a little bit longer to do research. And I'm, I might be a little bit all over the place with this. This wasn't something I could just Wikipedia because there's a one little blurb on Wikipedia about okay. this because it's so new. Okay, I like it. So I had to go like dig into the town's the records, newspapers and, the and shit to get. You was in the articles. library flipping through newspaper yeah. articles and going also back twenty years. Want intrigued to know, see if maybe you. 
know anything about this person just based off of something that you like. Uh, so with all that being said, uh, okay. I'm going to take a sip of my wine. Take a little slurp break. That's what I call it. It's a little slurp break. This is why, actually, I don't like to go first because I can get a nice, like, buzz when I'm right. listening to you. Right, And when I'm talking, yeah. I'm the one, I mean... It's going to be really talking. easy for me to drink. I know. Which is nice. Yeah, well, you can be the one who... And, and then the there's a fucking theory about some shit. We never went to the moon. That's not what we're talking about. <laughs> but maybe one day. No, okay. So I'm going to tell you about the murderer whose name is Blake Libel. Blake Libel. I think that's how you pronounce it. L-E-I-B-E-L. Blake Libel. Libel. This is known now as one of the most brutal murders in L.A. history. Oh, shit. And let me just tell you, this shit is Fucking nuts. Okay. All right. Okay. And remember what I said about it being recent? So the fact that it has that title and it's recent is... There's a, it means there was a lot of history behind it that led this so to be the most savage. Maybe. Yeah. And I don't really know. And that's... It's, it's savage murders. It's sort of... Oh, oh, well, yeah. No, yeah. that's no, that's just what makes it crazier to me is because, like, if they're calling this one savage based off of all the other fucking fucked up shit that's happened, let alone in L.A. Right. In California, it's uh, a, I mean, it's Golden State Killer, y'all. Like, y'all got some fucked up shit going on out there. <laughs> At least we finally got him. Oh, yeah, that's right. awesome. We should talk about that sometime. I know, I know. It's just, it's so, everybody, Everybody's it's amazing. And it. it's, yeah. and it's I, incredible. I, I mean, oh my God, it's the coolest fucking shit that they fucking caught that motherfucker. And that and he's they, alive and that they're going to have to, he's actually going to have to like, oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, but awesome. everybody is talking about it. And I don't, it's, it's just, it's a little oversaturated in the way of like, sure. I don't want to, you know I, what I mean? I think it'd be, I think it'll be interesting once there's more in regards to the trial and exactly. things like that. That's, when the story's complete, yeah. I think it'd be a good time to talk about it. I think that's what I meant it. more is that like, I would rather talk about it when. That's a plug for episode 363 <laughs> of the Drink and We Know Things podcast. Yeah, I just would rather talk about it when it's not just the same stuff everybody's sure, yeah. uh, regurgitating. <laughs> Y'all. So, Blake Libel. Who is he? I keep thinking you're going to say Blake Lively. I know, and it, that popped up a lot when I was researching this, and I was like, no, she didn't murder anybody. Okay, I'm ready. As far as I know. Bring me the murder. He was born on the 8th of May, 1981. Ooh. Okay, okay, young so man. Close to, in, not yeah. that far off from our age. He's in his 30s, yeah. He's a Canadian comic book creator, oh, graphic shit. novelist, what? screenwriter, and, and Hollywood animated film director... Who was residing in Los Angeles, California since 2004. So he's doing well for himself. Well. Seemingly. Yeah. Don't even. Uh, I've one she's like, son, you don't even know shit. I'm going to give you a lot of background of sort of the people before. His mom and his dad. Sort of, okay. Just, paint just a, paint to show picture. you what I was reading. As far as I could find, there's not this like insane amount of information about it yet. Really, because okay. it's pretty new. I mean, there is a lot, but there's not a lot. Eh, I don't know. I'm with it. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm excited. This is interesting. <clears throat> he, he has a lot of my core interests, so I might. I know. Just, you know I'm I know. And, I, and yeah. when I heard about it, I was like, murder. And then Tom is a big fan of graphic novels comic and books, comics man. and stuff. Oh, and to see that he was he wrote one, I was like, yeah. whoa, I wonder if you know about it. We so, have to get it. I want it. I already. I don't even know uh, what content. I don't know. I want Only if it ends up in the hands of like the O.J. Simpson type book, where like we're not giving this motherfucker money because he's not yeah. I don't want to give this motherfucker. Oh, you know I don't know. Like, I don't know what I want to give him yet. I don't right. know anything. You're right, but I do. And you know, oh, we have got a cat God in the room. Damn it, um, You know how O.J. wrote that fucking book? If I did, if I did, cheeky bastard. And then. The sister and the father of the dude he killed. They got all they, the royalties, or they—they they like, I think they like sued. Yeah, and like they got it, so they changed it to 
it's still if I did it, but they it just when you pick up the book it says I did it, and the if is really really tiny Ooh, in the I, and it's, good. it's that their names on it, and they get like all of the money from it. OJ doesn't get shit. As they from it. should, man. That's yeah, I just bought it, and stuff. I haven't read it yet. I mean, I know it's oh, been out that for a while. I was wondering what that book was. Yeah, I, was I haven't like read a... it. Okay, so Blake was born to two notable Canadian families. His father uh, is a prominent Toronto real estate mogul and Canadian Motorsport Hall of Fame inductee. Oh, shit, he's a badass. His name is, I want to say Lorne, because it's L-O-R-N-E. Lorne! And Lore is L-O-R-E, so Lorne? Lorne! Lorne Libel. Lorne Libel. I remember him. He sailed for Canada, actually, in the 1976 Summer Olympics. Oh, shit. So his dad, you know, was a big deal. And his mother, Eleanor Chattel Libel? Whose father, Paul Chattel, held several patents. So they're so, so paid. They're so his rich. Mom was rich as fuck. His dad was rich as fuck. Then they got married and both had their own riches. And they had this little privileged as fuck. And now they gave this yeah. little, had this kid. Well, they had two kids, but yeah. Actually, I don't know if they had more than two or not. I just know really about the brothers. Only two are notable. Blake actually once said in a court document that his mom and dad had been apart for 30 years when his mother died of brain cancer in 2011. But they never got a divorce. Mm. I know, it's kind of weird. So as a boy, Blake lived with his mother, Eleanor, and his older brother, Cody, lived with their father. Eleanor's father, Paul Cheadle, founded a plastic sheeting... Don Cheadle? No. Chattel? I don't know. Founded a plastic sheeting company in 1957. What is being said is a multi-million dollar concern known today as Polytarp Products uh, Limited. So Blake Blake's grandfather is yeah, also sure. a self-made fucking millionaire. Well, yeah, because so yeah, she got all of her money from her. Parents. Sure. He was apparently a huge dick, and he suffered a massive stroke in the late 1990s and died like two years later after that. In his will, he set out in exacting detail his wishes, and this is just so bizarre to me. He said about how many luxury cars uh, his live-in partner should get. Which I'm like, wait a minute. Did <laughs> Luxury he... cars for his live-in partner. I'm like, live-in partner? Did he end up with a man? Right. And that's why he never got a okay. divorce? Because maybe uh, ah. gay marriage wasn't didn't get legal before he was he But he died. was a mogul and, and so he didn't he give a fuck. he was just like, oh, I'll just stay married to you. Yeah. But I'm going to have my live-in partner. I don't know. I have no idea. It could have been a woman. Sure. I have no, literally no idea. Remains to be seen. Because they're not the, the person that is this story is really about. They're just the background. Right. Okay. His live-in partner, uh, about how many luxury cars his live-in partner should get and what bonuses should go to which long-time employees. As a condition of his will or whatever, he said he gave his trustees the right to withhold cash and property from any beneficiary found to be carrying the HIV virus. Whoa. He also insisted the trustees be allowed to test any beneficiary for HIV as well as drugs and alcohol before paying out any cash. Maybe so he wasn't a dude. Maybe he just. But really, also, like, that's some kind fucker. of. I don't know. That's some kind of interesting uh, things Here. to ba- like. Why is he so close to it to be like? Well, if they have HIV or if they have drugs or alcohol in their system, I don't want them to have any. I wonder what his headspace was. Very interesting. I'm not. I'm not I, I don't I'm know. Sure that's not I don't really know what this is about. But well, in his will, he made a point of cutting out one of his grandchildren, who was Blake's brother, Cody. He said, I make this direction not due to a lack of love or affection, but only due to my belief that he will be more than adequately provided for by his father. 
So his grandfather was like, your dad's going to leave you a shitload of money. I don't need to. Yeah. I'm going to leave it to my, you know, my sure. daughter and, and Blake and blah, blah, blah. So Blake's dad was Lorne, who I mentioned earlier. Lorne! He also was a very controversial person. He was the first Canadian to ever fail an Olympic drug test in 1976. Whoops. And after that, he sued a former lover in 2011 in an effort to, like, put the kibosh on a plan tell-all memoir, memoir, which is going to be called (laughs) 416 Ferrari Man, The Secret Life of Lorne Lybel. It never came out, so I guess it worked. And he also, but, but, oh, but excerpts of it were published online that made, like, all these crazy outlandish claims of him just being a fucker. And. Rich people are oftentimes fuckers. Just a bunch of stuff. They're oftentimes fuckers. Right after that, too, also claimed that his ex crashed a Mercedes he'd leased for her after painting it with with defamatory statements. So it sounds to me like he's pissed a lot of people off and a lot of people didn't like it. Made a lot of enemies. This, and this was Blake's dad. Okay. Okay. Solid. Like, with all that being said, Blake was living the high life with money coming in from everywhere, obviously. He had this Toronto crew that was kind of the who's who of Canadian, you know, fucking rich fuckers. <laughs> you know, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> Nailed it. I think that's the perfect explanation. This was people like Jack Latner of the storied Latner Fortune and Lawrence Longo, who would go on to found and develop an app that reveals hidden items on restaurant menus. Oh, so shit. these are some of his homies, you know. These are his boys, the squad. Hold on. You can get me a little more, too. So Blake's brother, Cody, who, you know, he didn't live with, and I don't think they were, were close they or close. anything. He founded a short-lived label, C-Notes Records, in L.A., and was basically this popular, regular A-list, underground, poker game-going person throughout the 2000s. So... I know I'm kind of jumping all over their place. I'm just kind of trying to give you his family background a little bit. Yeah. So for Blake, for more than a decade in L.A., he traveled in a pack with his Toronto friends because they all just kind of up and moved, you know, to L.A. and had this all this fucking money and they were all homies and kind of had people who were famous in their crew and probably knew famous people and were going, they were probably going to underground poker games and shit like this as well and sure. living it up. Sure, yeah. He founded a publishing house with Latner and Longo. Uh, who I mentioned, he worked with them on a TV adaptation of Spaceballs, the Mel Brooks movie, and he did his own work writing and directing a feature film called Bald that went straight to DVD in 2009. So I wonder what that was about. Bald? Mm. I wonder if it had anything to do with male patching hair loss. What if it was a... What are those things called where you do... Like a time lapse. What was a time lapse of just a man just dudes losing, losing their hair? hair. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. Sorry, people with that have are bald. There's nothing wrong with being bald. No, it's cool, man. Jason okay. Statham. Uh, as I mentioned, he was really into the doing the graphic novels. Yeah, yeah. They were fantasy prone, and the company he created with Latner and Longo published a, a bunch of his works, including his own United Free Worlds, a science fiction series about a mysterious planet. And Gold Medal Rabbit, a children's book produced in cooperation with the actor Wilma Valderrama. You don't say. That's Fez on that 70s show. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Y'all better know. Have you heard of any of those? No, I haven't, honestly. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. A children's book with Wilma Valderrama. It's just so fucking random. Valderrama. But Blake's one claim to fame is his moderately successful graphic novel called Syndrome. You heard of this? Syndrome? 
Probably not, because from what I know about it, it's not your jam. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar. He provided artists and writers and editors with a two-page overview that the pros fleshed out. So it's been said that he was living off at like an $18,000 per month fucking I'm sorry? money from his father and his late mother. 18000 This was by like 2004 when he, when he moved to fucking uh, half California. a year's salary, man. Yeah. And this rich kid from Canada was determined to make it big and put everything he had creatively into this syndrome graphic okay. novel. That he didn't write or anything but created. Mm-hmm. Uh. He once described it as a story that tackles the, quote, question surrounding what provokes a person to commit evil acts. Okay. That was according to the Toronto Star. That doesn't sound like some foreshadowing. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The producer who did the the book said that it was a clever idea, but what was unusual is that he paid other people to write and draw and design the book. And that's just never done. That's not what you do. If you're going to be in that world, you want to have, you need to be either the person drawing it or the person writing it. You don't just come up with the idea and have everybody else do everything else and then put your name on it. To yeah. me, that seems, Especially if it's something you're very passionate about. Yeah. When you want to write the every... story, wouldn't you want to, if your name's going to be yeah. on it, you want to be done exactly how you want it to be done. Like, yeah. I don't know. No, I agree. Um, so the graphic novel's opening scene depicts a television news reporter outside of prison just before a serial killer is set to be executed. Mm. The novel also has chilling parallels to this murder case that I'm talking about. I didn't even know we were talking about um, murder yet. I told you in the very beginning he was ah, a murder. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. So in the story, the killer hangs a naked couple by their ankles and slashes their throats, draining them of all their blood. Fuck. Fun stuff, you know? Just really great. Yeah. That's a graphic I, novel I, I, I want to get behind. I almost said that that's graphic, and then I realized we were talking about that's a graphic. That's a really graphic, that's a graphic, graphic novel. novel. That's a very graphic novel. But I mean, can novel. you think about reading a graphic novel with those kind of... I mean, I guess. I know yeah, we have some Yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there's a lot of kind of macabre stuff out there. I mean, fuck. People will get Walking on. Dead has way more true. dark. You know true. what I mean? That's yeah. true. That's true. I guess just based off of the, everything I know, I'm like, ugh. So, one friend and colleague of his said... He had a heavy pot habit and was pouring his and his parents' money into, sorry, all these crazy project, projects that sometimes just didn't even go anywhere. You know, so he's just right. like, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll give you $20,000 for that. And then it just doesn't, like, nothing happens. He would occasionally walk into a comic shop and try to hand out his obscure graphic novels for free just to, like, get people to, like, pay attention to him and read Sure, shit. I get that. But apparently after his mother died, it, it hit him really hard because that was the person that was really the closest to him. A lot of people say maybe that's where he got started to get a little unhinged because that was his, you know, he grew up with her. He lived with her. He received much of his mother's estate after her death, including her $5.5 million Toronto home and mm. other assets worth millions more, but he didn't go to her funeral. Ah, fucker. Yeah, because he was like... A little spoiled crybaby that was just like, I can't handle it. Like, I can't go to my mom's funeral. Like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck go you. Go to bro. your mom's fucking funeral, you ass. Smoke a few balls and go. Like, get yeah. over it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, two years after she died, he also sued in an effort to have her will overturned. Because he told the court he had to rely on his father to pay his quote-unquote card bills. His father, meanwhile, told the court that he and his mother had long supported his LA life to the tune of some of like 1.8 million over seven years. Jesus Christ. And Blake lost the suit in 2013. And in the last year, 
the law firm that represented him in that case sued him, claiming that he owed oh, 400000 in unpaid fees. Woo! Yeah. He's not making any friends. So, last summer, and I'm saying that as in last summer. Yeah. Because that's where we're at. We we're are literally at last summer. That's where we're at. Yeah. He walked out on Amanda Braun, his wife of then four years. She was eight months pregnant with his baby when he filed for divorce in July. And Lival's friends said he felt like Lival was becoming increasingly paranoid around that time. He also cut off most of his Toronto in L.A. circle. And his friend said, we all thought it was because he was embarrassed of what had happened with his wife. Right. Amanda, his wife, said, her lawyer said, Amanda struggled to contact Blake after he left. And she was eight and a half months pregnant. And then one day he's just gone. Jesus. Her lawyer also said he just completely changed from from what I understand based off of what the, you know, the stuff that Amanda was telling me about him. Just flipped a switch. Yes. Different guy. So now we've got Ayana Kazian. Who is she? She's a native of Ukraine and was Blake's girlfriend. Okay. After he left his wife. Okay. And from what I heard and the things that I saw, I think she knew he was cheating on her. And she even followed them. From what I heard, she followed him and her into a restaurant Ron, at one point. And, like, kind of confronted them because she didn't really know about this new girlfriend. It was just like, what the fuck? Like, she knew he was being, like, shady. Right. And the girl, this girl, Kazian, like, just, like, held her stomach and was like, oh, well, I'm pregnant with his baby. So he leaves his wife, who just had a baby, and, 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 has, and gets his new brother, another girlfriend, and, and then gets her pregnant. And Knocking him out. Yeah. Okay, so the details over what all happened sort of after he got this new girlfriend and she got pregnant... She gave birth. Right. And this all kind of happened after, right after he had a newborn baby with this other woman. On May 20th, at just after midnight, Los Angeles police from the Wilshire Division arrested Blake in his Hollywood home on suspicion of sexual assault. Okay. He spent 15 hours in the system that day before posting his $100,000 bail. Like it's nothing because he has an $18,000 a month allowance. When Kazian, Kazian, I'm not really sure exactly how you say her name. I'm going to say Kazian. Let us know. That's the girlfriend who just had the baby. Right. When she learned of his arrest, according to her family, she moved out of the apartment they were sharing and in with her mother, who was there visiting, and had rented a unit down the road. And on May 24th, on Tuesday, Blake reached out to her and said, I'm sorry, I can't live without you, blah, blah, blah. And she agreed to meet him for a short visit. Oh, no. Well, she never returned from that visit. Bum, bum, bum. Kazian's mother, Olga, recognized that something was wrong. And she went to Blake's apartment that night. She knocked and she yelled and was just like, because she was just like, what the fuck? Like, she came to me. She's obviously feeling uncomfortable about him being arrested for some sexual assault when she just gave birth to his baby. Right. Uh... No one came to the door. The next day in Hollywood, Olga, that's her mom, went to the L.A. County Sheriff's Department and she convinced a deputy to go back over there with her to the unit. But once again, they knocked and they yelled and no one would come. And her mom was just like, which is just like, please, like, just break down the door. Like, she just yeah. wanted the deputies to get in there because she was really worried about her because there was no reason for her to just at least not answer or not tell her what was going on and just go, you know. Right. Even if everything was fine. Then why right. wouldn't she answer the door? Yeah. But they, they 
felt like they didn't have enough cause because it wasn't even a full day of her, like, not being in contact or being missing at this point. Right. So, her mom was fucking frantic. Just, like, knew something was wrong. Probably had that mom instinct, like, nah, something's going on. That subliminal shit, yeah. Yeah. I mean, her daughter, who's a brand new mother herself, you know, is just missing. And she's been away from her infant for almost 24 hours with a man who, just days earlier, had been arrested on suspicion of sexual assault. Yeah. So the next morning, she went back to the police. And this time, they went to the apartment and forced open the door. There was a really bizarre scene inside. Oh, no. A makeshift barricade of bedding and furniture, according to the police, was behind it and an uncooperative and refusing to leave Oh, okay. Lieutenant Dave Coleman spoke to reporters from local TV that day, and he told them it took him a while for police to get inside and even longer to get Blake out. They said, quote, they had to force their way through the first door, the kitchen. Eventually, they got to the bedroom, and they found Kazi on there, her lifeless body allegedly mangled, cut up, and shown signs of torture. Oh, fuck. That's rough. Yeah. So, this is, like, currently... In, in in trial. Sure. Like, literally. Yeah. And so, that's why a lot of this stuff is when I'm, like, I'm saying the prosecution and this and that is because I'm getting a lot of this from the court stuff. Okay. The prosecution Bye. took jurors through a harrowing description of Kazian's last hours. Witnesses said the model and the mother of one lived for a horrifying eight hours while she was tortured to death. Mm, that's fucking fucked up. Now, this is going to be pretty gory All right, for anybody who is sensitive. One of her ears had been cut off. Fuck. And her pretty face had been battered. Her eyebrows had been removed. And she was scalped to the bone. Jesus. Fuck. All the blood had been drained from her body. What? Even though she had no fucking blood left on her body, she was clean when police found her. And she was lying under a Mickey Mouse comforter. And the tan sheet beneath her was clean, too. The mattress was fucking covered in blood. Uh, so, from what they can tell, he did this. Then, like... Put, like, fresh put blankets on her, yeah. Down, and then put her in there after he cut... And then put a uh, comfort over her. Wow. And there was no blood on her because, you know, blood left in her body. Wow. Yeah. In photos out of the apartment that were shown to jurors... The apartment floors were streaked with fluorescent blue in the dining room and in the hallway and in both the guest and the master bedrooms and bathrooms. So that was a sign that of blood being everywhere. Oh, so okay, yeah, yeah, There yeah. was blood everywhere, but that was like when, you know, when they go in and they take they do the light. The fluorescent, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had also been washed before she was laid in the bed with her head on a pillow and two comforters on top of her, like I said. The prosecution witness, Michael Habib, an assistant professor of anatomy in the university at the University of Southern California testified that it was extraordinary for a person to die of blood loss through a scalping wound, suggesting her legs must have been elevated above her head to allow for gravity to assist the heart in pushing the blood out. Ugh. He agreed with the prosecution's theory that she was transported to a bathtub with her head beneath the faucet. The running water would have Stopped her blood from clotting, letting it flow freely from the gashes in her head. Jesus. So where it's like all her blood would have just kept just been flowing out. Habib also said because the blood would have been rushing to her brain, she would have likely been conscious until she died. Ah, that's fucking horrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. As I said, this is in court right now. This is happening, and 
Last week, he was seen just like totally disheveled when he came out into the prisoner's box at the courtroom. His hair was all down and across his forehead, and he, they, they said he just looked down. He didn't speak at all. And one of the attorneys said his lips are parched. Told the court at that point, like, he tells me that he's not been given food and water. Oh, well, fuck you, bro. But anyway, so the judge actually said, if we have a sandwich here, maybe we can help him out. And did said that until, until somebody actually found him a sandwich so he could, like, eat something so he could, like, maybe get him to fucking participate in this fucking wow. trial. <sighs> After the hearing, the, jo- the judge ordered him to be held for a psychiatric assessment, and he was going to be due back in court for a competency hearing on June 14th. Wow. I'm this past, yeah, that's I'm super recent, yeah. He faces first-degree murder charges with special circumstances for torture and mayhem. And yeah, and uh, closing arguments are expected to be wrapped up by Wednesday, which is tomorrow. Holy shit! And if convicted, his future will be very far from luxurious, and he's either going to spend the rest of his life in a California prison or face the needle in Golden State's death chamber. Yeah, kill that dude! Holy shit, that's fucked up. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll post an update. Yeah, totally. Just the craziest thing about it to me. Is that he did the shit that he wrote in his graphic novel. Yeah. Which means it was some shit he was dealing with beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. I think we squeezed what we had left out of that bladder of wine. I think we've the, emptied the bladder. The box. Yeah, we got to go get another box. Um, So what we are going to be talking about this time, we're going to get back to conspiracies. What do you mean you? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to be telling you some stories. I'm going to tell you five stories today. Ooh. Uh, they are all conspiracy theories. Okay. About celebrities. Ooh. And when I first... But not all conspiracy about celebrities being lizard people. There's not one lizard. Okay. <laughs> so I first found out about this through like an Illuminati site and I was like interested and this is probably the most elaborated conspiracy theory that I've found so far in the modern time. Okay. They're all disconnected but they all kind of seem to go together so I'm going to be telling you five stories and there's at least 30. Like this is enough I could do another podcast. There's so many celebrity conspiracy theories that it's almost... It's own podcast. You can almost do a podcast on it. Are they all conspiracies about the same thing about different celebrities? No, or different no, conspiracies but about some of them are some of them are very similar. Okay. So the first one that I will tell you. That so there's cool. yeah, I'm excited about this actually. Uh, the first one that I'm going to tell you is arguably my favorite. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna do it first, not last. Yeah. You're well, there's a lot. Gonna... One of them is very fucked up, and I'll just say that it's fucked up. So like, I want to do mean, that one. Aren't... Like, all conspiracies pretty fucked up. This one's this one in particular is fucked up. It'll hit close to home. That I was like, that's a fun one. These are all kind of grounded. Broccoli in. is actually cauliflower. That's fun. <laughs> Broccoli's just white cauliflower. Changed my mind. <laughs> you said broccoli is white cauliflower. Anyway, so the first one that actually is what got me started on this is what I like to call the eternal Keanu. Uh oh. So this first one is about Keanu Reeves being immortal. Okay. So for our our audience, Tom yes. has a huge 
boner for Keanu Reeves. Oh my god, I love him so much. So, I res- oh my god, it's it's negligible. Oh, so how much, much the I fact that you get guy. on me the way I always say Keanu. Is what is it? Keanu. Ke- bro. What is it? Keanu. 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 Yeah, I love Keanu Reeves. Loves him, and I love him to the point to where like I actually like him now because what is that movie? Knock knock. If you haven't seen the movie, uh, knock it's knock. It's free pizza. So, it's free pizza. So good. It's a great movie. Yeah, I've seen it like five times because I made everybody I love watch it with me. It's so good. So, Keanu Reeves is in this particular conspiracy theory. He is immortal mm-hmm. and also a time traveler. Okay. There is a website. Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that, hold on, where is it? I have it written down. Keanu, <laughs> Keanu is immortal.com. <laughs> and essentially, it's a one page website that kind of outlines why he is immortal. Okay. And there are tons of images of Keanu Reeves over the last <laughs> 20 years and how he seemingly has not aged. Okay, I can see that. And it is actually, I, I actually saved yeah, a bunch of... Especially with all the fucking shit he's been through. Yeah, life. exactly. And all of the people that he's likened to, because he's likened to people in history, is that he people like say him? that he is... Like these him. are Keanu Reeves in different times. The first yeah. of which being Charlemagne. Who's Charlemagne? A, I, I, he was a badass back... He was a bad guy back in the day. He most... Certainly and mostly gets likened to this guy called Paul Maunet, who the pictures are alarming. Like one of them is a oh, painting. Oh, like it's his doppelganger. And it looks just like Keanu Reeves. Whoa. And he was also a doctor who turned into an actor at the turn of Stop. the yeah, at the turn of the 1900s. So late 1800s, 1900s. So it said he was a doctor. And then became an actor, and then now Keanu Reeves, who looks the exact same as he's looked for arguably 20 years. Oh my god, babe. Yeah. This ties in so hard with my last episode. What if it's fucking past life progression shit? Well, also, that's a big piece. Because they do often look alike, too. Yeah. Well, that's also a big piece to what The Matrix is about as well, which I don't even want to get. That's a whole thing. No, I'm not. Sorry. I can't get on board with that. Another. That's not my jam. I'm more of a speed Keanu, not a Matrix Keanu. Matrix Keanu is the best Keanu. So they liken him to that as well as he. They say that his the caliber of his character because he's notable he's known to be the ca- very caliber of Keanu's character yes say it three times don't is that is a result of him being very old and wise is the reason he is so peaceful gandalf. and yeah oh. he's gandalf yeah um hold on i think that's pretty much all i've got about keanu being an immortal but just to reiterate the website is keanu is immortal dot com that is not which a outlines <laughs> no it's not they don't know about us wow so I'm that's the first one yeah I that's the f- look at that oh it's my God. super interesting i saved a bunch of images we're gonna post them on the website cool uh and the compelling stuff compelling stuff hold on so the guy that they say he looks like i have a few more things to say about this i'm so sorry this paul monet guy his he died in 1922 and his body was never found okay you died go- how well we don't know. So he disappeared. He no, he died. He was confirmed to have died in 1922 from something. But what? 
And in my research, I didn't find out why. Well, no, normally how that works is when you are missing for so long, you are finally like just pronounced, pronounced dead. Because so maybe that's what you're happened. You're just presumed to be dead. Yeah, so he was he was pronounced dead in 1922, but they didn't have his body. So probably resu- presumed dead. Based on information, that's what we know. Yeah. He died in 1922, they didn't have his body, which I think is interesting. Yeah, as well as are. the first person that they liken to be Keanu Reeves uh, is Charlemagne, who named his son King... Right before the day he died, and his body was like hastily buried, so as to like because apparently the ground was going to freeze, so they buried him quickly. But the Keanu Reeves conspiracy theorists believe that they were doing this in an event to prevent, like, to hide his body. So yeah, so kind of silly stuff there. But the next, oh, also a quick quote from Keanu Reeves: "Money is the last thing I think about. I could live on what I have already made for the next few centuries." Oh, all right. Wow. Okay. So. It reminds me of that meme I tagged you in. Because people are always talking about how amazingly sweet and giving Keanu is. And I tagged you in that picture of him. And it was like, a kid was crying at the barbershop. And he breastfed him. Mo- yeah. yeah, while his mom was getting her hair done. And he walked over and he brushed his hair to the side and pulled out his. His nipple. And and like, <laughs> yeah, it's, probably, it's probably a true account. Really funny. From when he was a female Keanu. Okay. Th- that was the Keanu Reeves. And that, next, that was really interesting. I think it's probably my favorite one. I'm gonna, of all I'm gonna of have them. to go on the website and look that shit up. Holy crap! The website is interesting, uh, and I've also like linked a bunch of the images to our website, so that's gonna be fun. Oh, and real quick, sorry, we have a Tumblr now. Tumblr. I don't know. I'm like I'm a grandma. I don't even really yeah. know what it is, but I'm a grandpa. Every time I post something now, it'll also be on our Tumblr. So. Boom. Follow us if on there. If you use that, go What's our handle? That. What's our handle on there, babe? Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, uh-huh. it's, uh, nope, I know it. It's WDWKT Podcast. Hmm, okay. So it's the same as our Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Half yeah. the alphabet. And we're on Twitter, and we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. We Find are, us, like us. We are everywhere. Give us feedback. Yas. Five stars. All five of them. Only five. And then some words. Yeah. All right, you ready? Nope. This next one is called Eminem was killed by the Illuminati. Oh my god, your second favorite human. Oh, uh, easily my second favorite. They're they're both perpetually oh. fighting in the Matrix to see wow. who is the greatest. All right, I see why this kept un- unfolding into its own yeah world. It, yeah, this is crazy, and this is also likened to another story that you and I are familiar with, and it's going to come into your brain at some point during this, and you can't talk about it. I think I already know. Don't talk about it. Okay? Because I have a plan for that, so don't talk about okay. it. Okay. Okay? Cool. Okay. Another, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I already know. The conspiracy. We, already, we have books on it and shit, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, stop, I already know. Stop. Okay. I knew we would be able to have it. Okay, yeah. so... <laughs> so, Eminem... Is the best. Yeah, what's up? Was approached by... The Illuminati. Okay. And Eminem, they were like, hey, bro, come change the world with us. Come be on the inner the inner circle of society. So he was approached and denied. He was like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't want to be a part of the Illuminati. I'm Eminem. I, I'm just not into it, right? That's how the story goes. Yo, I got out of Eight Mile... And I got really famous. I don't really need to. Yeah, I don't I've need, got an I don't, Oscar. I don't need dog. that shit. Yeah, isn't he a? He's got a bunch of different things. Oh, he's the goat. He's, yeah, he's the goat. But 
don't know what that means. He's the greatest of all time. G O A T. Go oh, I was thinking of the when you almost get when you get like all the Tony and a that and a thing and a that and a egot. Thing. That's the egot. Egot. Yeah. yeah. He could get one if he tried. He just needs to fucking put his He's music on like a musical. Goat. Eminem, I just told you that Broadway. An egot could be a goat if you just spelt goat in a different There's way. There's no e in goat. No, I know. I'm saying if you spelled it a different <laughs> way, like G O T E instead of G O A T. Got. Goat. 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 like gotta. Well, go. Got. Anyway, he <laughs> said no to being in the Illuminati, and then he was killed in a car crash, or he was very dang- he was very near to death, and they then subsequently like poisoned him and killed him. That's that's kind of what I learned from it. Okay. And then was replaced mm-hmm. by the the recovery. Well, yeah, no, like the relapse version of Eminem. Where he had been sober for a few years, his whole thing was different, his vibration was different, his whole approach was different, and they also liken it to the fact that his facial features had changed. Because he had aged... I thought it was just his hair color. Well, he stayed blonde... And when you stop doing all those oh, no, fucking yeah, he, he, fucked up drugs, your yeah. face is going to change. For sure. But that's the reason, that's one of the reasons that people rationalize it, as well as he sounds different. Because he's sober. Yeah. So, that is... But that's a conspiracy theory. Oh, I get it. Yeah. And I'm they allow- say I'm that... I'm still allowed to oh, give my two, yeah. two cents. There's, like, a picture of, like, young Eminem and 20 years later Eminem. And they're like, his hairline's different. Like, he's old. He's old. Those things he's, are seen. He's fucking been around since the 90s, dog. Like, yeah. Also, you know... Meth probably makes some hair fall out. I don't think I don't it know. was ever meth. I was, I know. I was jumping to conclusions. <laughs> Say you're sorry to Eminem. Oh, you know I fucking love Eminem. <laughs> Eminem is my jam. Yeah. Eminem's the shit. So that's the second story, is that Eminem was killed in a car accident by the Illuminati after he refused to join. And then this new guy was just like, yeah, Haley, I'm still your dad. I still know all I'm that not stuff. afraid. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But there's a lot of, there's a lot of subtext in Eminem's lyricism where he like talks to the devil and talks about selling his soul and yeah. has the devil. That's drugs. Over a, a series of, for sure, for sure, for sure. But has the devil, like, interacting with him over a series of many, many records in, like, a lower... It's almost like it's a character in an Eminem story. So yeah. there is almost something to it. And plus with Bad Meets Evil, they even yeah. talk about but how they... But for me, that's yeah. all just, like, him go, being sure. on He's really brilliant. bad drugs and yeah. then getting clean. Yeah. But also, question, the the Illuminati, mm. they're supposed to be, like, pretty a pretty secretive thing. That's sure. a conspiracy in itself, right? Oh, it's the we I haven't we haven't talked about it because I don't know how I want to approach it. No, yet. but the the reason I ask is because like in episode one hundred, the Illuminati <laughs> just doesn't like come up to somebody and be like, "Yo, be you, a part of our fucked up thing." And then the right. reason that they and then they decline, they're like, "Well, shit, now we gotta kill Beyonce." You do when you're. Oh, I feel like I know that she's part of the. Oh wait, no, she's a lizard person. Well, she could be both, arguably. Oh Jesus! All right, but there is. Something to be said for the fact that celebrities and people of influence get approached by the Illuminati because they have the most uh, appeal and they have a yeah. large following. So it's kind of a thread in pop culture that celebrities yeah. are Illuminati because they have so much influence. Right. It's like. And so when Eminem people, was approached and was like, no, the people they apparently that Scientology him. shuts down 
or like I read a, a conspiracy theory today if you about told Scientology. Me that Tom Cruise was in the Illuminati and the Scientologists, I'd probably believe it because he's so fucking. I read so. a th- I read a theory today that threaded them both together that I thought that was doesn't very surprise me actually. The next one that we're gonna talk about is a shorter one than the previous ones. And I would just like to mention that I'm going to revisit these because there's like 10 more that I thought were super cool. This next one is that Avril Lavigne died and was replaced by a body double. And I wanted to talk about this because I think it was kind of a thing that I saw kind of pop yeah, up on my Facebook a few this. times. Yeah. I think I've heard this. Avril Lavigne died and was replaced by a body double. So who's to be said to be find the, the evidence her and body stuff? like the first time? Uh... There are no reports of what happened to her body. Okay. And to my knowledge. Okay. And it probably is, but I didn't dig that deep. So Avril Levine killed herself in 2003 and was replaced by someone called Melissa Vandella. Allegedly. Allegedly. In, in reportedly, conspiracy. based on this like one yeah. very fringe yeah. article. We don't need her coming at us. No, Melissa Vandella, if you're not oh, Avril meant- Levine, holler yeah. at us. Oh, right. <laughs> So it goes that Vandella was a stand-in for Levine to confuse paparazzi. Mm-hmm. Meaning that she, Avril Levine hired her yeah. to be like a body double for her so she could fuck off. Right? Like, paparazzi thinks Avril Levine is somewhere because she has this body double, like stunt double, where oh, in all okay. reality Avril Levine's off so making like... out with the dude from that one band. Another victim of Sum 41. She used to date the dude from Sum 41. Oh, yeah. They dated famously for a long time. Oh, yeah. So, she killed herself, and Melissa Vandella assumes the role of Avril Lavigne. And you see, a con- you see, as the conspiracy theory goes, a shift in Avril Lavigne's music style, where her th- right. it becomes very poppy, and she releases songs like, a song called like Hello Kitty, which was very poppy. Yeah. And I think that's just a sign of the times. It, uh, it's obviously like a marketing move. Like, hey, girl, you're trying to stay relevant. You need to put out some bangers. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, I mean, some 41 didn't do it. And where are they? Well, dude almost died. Bum, bum. That's probably the Illuminati. Oh, anyway, wow. so they, they were, there were all these picture comparisons on the internet of old school Avril Lavigne and modern day Avril Lavigne, where she has like blemishes and her nose looks different. And that's like the driving argument. But... It's pretty easily counteracted that blemishes fade and change. Like it's, yeah. It's you know she has, if she has acne or whatever, like That's it passes. That's why Katy Perry did the proactive commercial. Don't even get me started on Katy Perry. Don't oh even God, fucking get me. It. You All just right. got me started on Katy Perry. We're gonna talk about Katy Perry. Ooh. We are gonna talk about Katy Perry. I had a feeling she was coming. And so it's also assumed like maybe she's got a nose job. But I think the most compelling argument about her actually being a stand-in is that she. She, she married the dude from Nickelback. She married the lead singer from Horrible. Nickelback. And she was like a borderline Horrible. pop rock, you know, superstar for a, a small time. Oh, I wore ties. Yeah. Because of Adam Ties Bean. and wife beaters. That was like her whole tip. No, she would wear like collared shirt and then the, oh, I mean, I don't know. Ties were just a really weird thing that girls used as an accessory back in the early 2000s. Yeah, for sure. And it was Dudes probably based too. off of her and I was into it. And I did it. I was into it too. And I, I acted like I was going to skateboard. I still want a skateboard and I'm 30 years old. Yeah. I have one. I can't even yeah. put... I don't even know what to do. I should be like on my list. Still am I still waiting for this world to stop hating. And I got Can't my tie on and I'm skateboarding reason. and then all yeah. the boys would like me because... I like you. My tie skateboard shake brings all the boys to the yard. It does. 
This next one, I'm calling Britney Spears is a clone. Okay. Okay? So I would, just as a quick aside, I was absolutely enamored with Britney Spears as a young man. Everyone was. And I was enamored with Britney Spears as a young girl. Yeah. No, she I'm was incredible. She's in She was, is, remains incredible. So I'm she just going to tell a quick story. Yeah. About a conspiracy theory following Britney Spears stemming from the year 1999. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. All right. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start referring to Please years. Please tell me it started out with so many um, shaving off their head without before there was an electric I'm gonna shaver. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. <laughs> God. But what I would like to mention is that that's the same year, I think, that Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake wore those that matching denim suit shit. What year? 1999. Oh. <laughs> is the year they wore that shit in tandem. This story, this story involves both of them. Why did you say it like that? 1999? Yeah. That's what year it was. It's 1999? the year 1999. It's 1999. It's the weirdest way I've ever heard anybody say that date. That's how I say you years. You literally like threw me for a second. I was like, when was that? When? Wait. What? What? Wait. <laughs> what universe? I remember. What is this? Because okay. I wanted to have the same matching outfit with whatever boyfriend I didn't have yeah, at the time. Yeah, same. Same. I wanted it's all Brittany denim. Betch. <laughs> anyway, the year is 1999. 1999. Brittany and Justin Timberlake are dating, and it's a very famous and publicized thing. It's the most thing. glorious thing it's of huge. 1999. It's essentially the, most the biggest glorious deal, thing yeah. of 1999. So it's before she dropped the record one more time. And it's a few weeks out from that when mm -hmm. this happens. Yeah. And they get into a car I was crash. Ten. I was there. I was ready. Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears get into a near fatal no. car crash. Justin Timberlake is burned beyond recognition. So this is a Justin Hold Timberlake on. and a Britney yeah. conspiracy. Britney Spears becomes decapitated. Justin Timberlake gets badly burned. Okay. Wow. So, of course... Please tell me they just put a different head on her body, and that's what... <laughs> that's not what happens. She's not a fembot. So, of course... So, what happens is the Maybe record... she be a fembrit. Fembritney, bitch. <laughs> uh, bad joke. The record label commissioned clones of Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears and commissioned extras in case there were any problems. Like, they got backups. They got reload. They got they got spares. They got Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. I'm sorry. Wouldn't Joey, and Chris, JT, and 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 Lance? They're not um, going on tour and stuff it? anymore. They don't need as many. There's he a lot really of Justin. Was really in NSYNC anymore? No. Oh, well, I don't know. I'm not after. Maybe this is the reason that he became Justified, which was the name of his first record, which I bumped. Uh, it has Senoritas on. Okay. It's a great song. So the record label, or the record labels that be, get these clones of Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears. And so the real Justin Timberlake is still alive based on this conspiracy and is just in a coma. Whereas Britney Spears was dead and has been replaced by a clone. And they talk no about... They're no longer in sync. The, no, they're, they're very off sync because one of them's a fucking clone, isn't he? But the I many... Met, I met Britney and Justin. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know. We'll never know. That's like us the breakup. Yeah. Too much denim and a car it crash. It was a lot of denim and a car crash. Mostly for the sake of this purpose, a lot of car crash. <laughs> Less denim, a lot of car crash. So they rationalized Britney Spears having all these replicant clones based on her emotional up and down 
uh, that was portrayed by the media during the, you know, like, kind of early 2000s, her shaving her head and her, you know. Yeah. And all that stuff. And so they say those are the different iterations of the clones because maybe she's not, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. When you say clones, do you mean, like, they're real people? No, they're they're clones. Or, like, they just found people who looked so much alike? No, they're not lookalikes. This is not... How would they clone them if they were already disfigured? They already had the information. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Sure. There's a larger conspiracy that I'm actually going to talk it's about. Part of like what you. Have this to is give. the beginnings of a larger conspiracy that I'm going to talk about. I feel like it's like something that it back in those days it was something you had to like give to like be a successful artist with like your DNA. It's and 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 you're not wrong. And it's almost like a Westworld vibe. And it's a conspiracy that exists through this guy that apparently has a firsthand experience with it. But that's a that's like a preview for a much later conspiracy theory that I'm going to talk about that okay. I just learned about today. But that's kind of the whole thing about the Britney Spears as a clone, except for the fact that the Justin Timberlake that came out with, you know, all the previous records and all this is a clone, just like, M- like, just like Eminem. Okay. Like, so you're, you're, based on the stories I've told... Eminem being a clone and Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears being a clone all come from the same conspiracy theory. Okay. Which all stem from okay. like late 90s to early 2000s influencers. I'm sorry, where were these people when Paul Walker died? We haven't gotten to that yet. Are you ready for the last one? I guess. This last one, and I'm going to talk about this next individual a lot in the coming celebrity conspiracies because for some reason conspiracies follow this person and it's very interesting we're going to talk about Katy perry oh okay and the conspiracy theory that she is in fact john benet ramsey i knew that one. yeah i know that one one, yeah well i i don't know it in detail but i know because you know me as a a true crime fucking fanatic yeah i've looked up everything and if you are if you love true crime like me you probably know the you story of John Boy Ramsey. Oh my God! Yeah. You know everything in the in the outs and the, from everything about John Bonet because it's still not solved. Right, and I'm just as a just really quickly, I'm gonna kind of outline what happened to John Bonet Ramsey. Sweet baby. So it's Christmas night, 1996. It's 1996. It's 1996. Yeah, I was trying to make a thing. It's not a thing. You can't make fetch happen. No, I thought it was was it. Christmas you can't make Eve? fetch happen. I thought it was Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Yeah, Christmas Eve is the same thing as Christmas... Well, yeah, it's one of the... It's either... I don't know. I thought... um, Based on what I read today, it was Christmas night. It might have been Christmas Day. I I don't remember. I knew it was, like, either Christmas Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, because they always had that big party or whatever. Yeah. Santa came out, watch it. 1996, JonBenet Ramsey was killed in her home in Colorado. She was six years old. She was reported missing. Her parents found her eight hours later with a crushed skull... And having suffered from being strangled. In their motherfucking basement. In their fucking basement. There's a very long and elaborate ransom note. Oh, God. There's I will so absolutely, many details. I don't There's care. So much I don't stuff. care how many times people have done the story. I will do Jominate story. It's a very it's a point. very compelling story. And what I would like to say before I get into this conspiracy theory is that this is all done in fun, but I do not subscribe to this conspiracy theory as a belief because what happened to that young girl is very unfortunate and the worst thing ever. Yeah, I don't know. And this that. conspiracy is just a bizarre thing. And as I think that what happened to John Bonnet yeah. Ramsey was very orga- like it yeah. sucked. But you know? yeah, the fact that this like whole like, Katy Perry 
thing with her is a thing. Like, yeah, we'll talk about it. Obviously, neither of us believe it. I don't believe it because what happened to her was the worst. It's so tragic. And, and, this... there, and there are there are plenty of conspiracies when it comes to the John Manny yeah. Ramsey case that are that could be very much true that don't involve funny Yeah, and there are a lot of conspiracies that are just awful and that just oh, yeah. reflect a poor light on humanity in general. And I kind of think that this is one of them because it it plucks from just nothing. Like, it comes from just... There are no organic yeah. origins to this story. Yeah. So here's what happened. The conspiracy is that John Bonet was not murdered, but friggin' kidnapped by... The again, always encompassing, always there, the Illuminati. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know that they were part of it. Her parents, leveraged by the Illuminati, staged her death. There was a ransom note. For sure. And that's all we know is that she's been kidnapped and her parents staged her death. Yeah. And then she reemerges in 2008 as Katy Perry with the song I Kissed a Girl. I will say a, a fact that I know about the ransom note and the amount, of, the amount of money that was asked, the exact amount of money that was asked in that ransom note was the exact bonus, Christmas bonus that her dad got. Ooh. The exact number. So there's some malicious... Th- I mean, it's... Ugh. Yeah. No, that, that's a lot that goes with Either it was like, like the most well-executed crime of passion or it was a very sadistic and dark, well-articulated I still, I still can't get past like, the fact that I think that it might be an in-the-family thing, but we'll get into that later. But yeah, well, we I might meant, cover it. We I just meant, it. like, it's funny that, you, that... It's not funny, but it's... When you bring up the Illuminati and they're like, their ways and shit, the Illuminati would know what his bonus was. Yeah. The Illuminati yeah. would probably set them up to make it look sketch as fuck because it's also said that the mom it was the mom's handwriting so what well, if based, the, what if the illuminati made her write the note and put in the bonus amount because they knew they had it yeah and then took little john to make her Katy perry and what's interesting what's really what i think i don't believe that that i have found based on stuff i've been looking into for the last like week and a half to two weeks is just just like kind of tapping at the surface of what all of this content is and it all circles back to certain you know core themes and the Illuminati being one of the largest. Yeah. And there are so many stories to be told. Like, told? Tells. Just so many stories sense. to be told, child. So yeah, many don't worry about it. I know about the Illuminati. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, there God. are so many the ways. Perry. The Katy Perry. Yeah, she was young John Bonet, wasn't she's she? She's not John Bonet no more. No, she's not. Katie she's Katy fucking Perry, isn't she? <laughs> She kissed some girls and she liked it. She liked it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, if you don't no. mind. Sorry, sorry for anyone we offended. Everyone. Also, as I would just say that I I've been thinking about the ways that I want to talk about the Illuminati, and there are so many references over so many topics yeah. that I've looked into that there's almost ways that I could tell the story of the Illuminati. The Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Uh, a lot of different ways, but anyway. I mean, you yeah, you might very well have to just be like... I think I'm going to do a... Part one, seri- the introduction. Yeah. Part two. Yeah. Part th- uh, that might have to be a multiple part I think that would be something fun. If you guys think that would be fun, you should let us know. Also, there's a few reasons that this conspiracy theory doesn't stand up. Yeah. The most obvious... A few? <laughs> but one of the only basis is... The only basis that I found is that they... People think they look alike. Basis is? Mm-hmm. I have multiple... I've multi- I have many bases. There's there's more than one basis for this. Cool. Basises. Yeah, they don't look alike. You wouldn't know. She was fucking. Six yeah, she's years a old. baby. Yeah, 
And the other is that her parents mm-hmm. looked similar to a picture of Katy Perry's parents. That, that everyone involved looks very similar. But, but the greatest was, argument is that But Katie we know Perry, Katy Perry has real parents. For sure. She exists. She was like in that really weird Christian... Yeah, yeah. Very religious family before yeah. she went and kissed a girl and liked it. And cherry, cherry chapstick and stuff. Just saying. Yeah. Additionally, Katy Perry was 12 years old when John Bonet Ramsey was murdered. Yeah. So then they would have to remove six years off of That's her life. stupid. And that would... It's just, so I would just... This is the only That's conspiracy stupid. theory in this particular podcast that I'm going to be like, oh, this That's is stupid. That's the only one? Yeah. The last and only one that I think is You actually most... think Britney Spears and fucking Justin Timberlake are not, are clones? I think it makes for a great story. You know the one that I want to say so badly right now, and I know you're going to talk about it sometime in the future, so I'm not going to bring it up, but that's I... the only one I believe in. That, I don't believe the JT Britney. I... No. Just... Nah. No. <laughs> I don't either. Maybe. Not that one. I don't believe But that there one. is something to the whole... There's something to the Illuminati and all the stuff that we're talking about in a okay, way. There's something also, to it. Okay, but also, just to be, like, play devil's advocate, like, you have to believe in the Illuminati to believe in anything that you're gonna base off the Illuminati. For sure, for sure. And I don't know enough about the Illuminati to believe in it, so I can't... The I think... We could probably cut all this out, but we're just talking now because hey. we. I think we both have to have a good basis of what our content is, and I think that the Illuminati is going to be a very repeated theme because it's a cure-all. It's yeah. a deus ex machina. It's like, what's causing all this? Who's planning all this? Oh, it's the fucking Illuminati, bro. Right. It's obviously the, this all-powerful, all-consuming. Sorry, I was thing. And so I, I, I do. But just someone who is not like a conspiracy theory like junkie, like I am a true crime junkie sure. i i don't know much about it always just seems like when someone's like oh it's the illuminati you're just like oh, okay yeah and i think that there's well, still <laughs> how did he do that he's very powerful drogo just opened the door and he doesn't even have thumbs what i think is that paranoia comes from a place of rationality wait was that the last one yeah no yeah i'm done oh man i want another one you want another one? I have another one. Yeah, I want another one. Okay, so another quick one. Oh, yeah, let's get a little splash, love. Hey, Frenzia. Don't sue us. Hey, Frenzia. <laughs> Move it one, Bucks. Head. <laughs> okay, all right. Get oh, early. sorry, sorry. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, let's go. So, I'm gonna just rapid fire a few conspiracy theories at you. Okay. How about the fact that, or the idea, obviously not a fact, that Lord, the Mm -hmm. pop star, is a lizard person. Well, stop stealing it. Oh, I didn't know. No, there's no. Oh, I I just think she looks like a lizard. That she's not 20 years old, but is in fact 40 years old. And that's why her dominance over music is so important. Is so. Hasn't she already like gone though? Hasn't she already like faded out? No, she's still knocking no. out. No, she's still. What was her out. thing? I am. And never be royal. And will never yeah. be royal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh. Okay. That okay. one fell flat. I'm gonna ready. I'm ready to move no, on. No, it's cool. What about another conspiracy about Katy Perry? Lizard people. No. What if Katy Perry is a cannibal? 
What? And expressed in an interview in France. So maybe it was dictated wrong. And there are no oh. audio... There's no... Oh my... That's okay. going to be the worst. But so what she says is that human meat is the finest meat. But... The, no. But this, is, this next part is interesting. That like Christian philosophy has like made it taboo to consume human meat. But... And so what if she's a cannibal... And what if she comes out with this song called Bon Appetit, and she makes a video, a music video for it? Does she it. do that? I don't know. Yeah, this I don't, all happens. I'm not a Katy Perry. This I like her, but I don't. Yeah, there's this whole conspiracy theory that she's a fucking cannibal based on what she's talked about in this French interview, and they tie it to this music video where it's like people are like chopping her up and using her as like an ingredient in cooking, and she likened it in the public opinion, to, like, her sexual awakening. But conspiracy theorists say that it's her, like, admission that she eats people. Additionally, she, in an interview, and I... I, Side effects This is something I I remember reading. Side effects of being kept away and being JonBenet Ramsey. And she's raised by the Illuminati as well. So, like, imagine that even if all of it's bullshit. Yeah, it's like, wait, if you believe one. Just, like, compound that character. Do you believe all of them? Do you believe one? Do you believe two? Do you believe three? Do you believe all of them? Like, when it surrounds one person? Yeah, like. How does that work? Because there's a conspiracy, another conspiracy theory about Britney Spears. I'm, I'm just, I found, like, a resource that had, like, 30 or so really crazy. Yeah. There's one that. This can this like celebrity conspiracy theory ties into another conspiracy theory that I want to do a a post about. So, the one that I know. No, this is a whole another one. You better be careful because if you wait too long, I might do. You won't do the these conspiracy ones. that I really want to do. No, you know which one. Yeah. Maybe at some point, we'll if we find a conspiracy that I actually believe in. You know, maybe we could do that one together. Yeah. No, I had like four other ideas I was gonna think about doing today, and I yeah. thought about this today, and I was like, "Oh wow, I think that." Well, be- that's the same thing I did, and yeah. that's why my I think mine was like all over the place. And I'm sorry if it was hard to follow. I tried to piece it together as best as I could, and I'm glad that yours was a little more uplifting because mine was really heavy and yeah, and so recent. Yeah, I mean, literally twenty minutes from right now. Is the day of the sentencing of the case I was just talking about. Wow, that's crazy. That's kind of wild, which is like another reason that motivated me to do it. So. No, I'm, I think you did great. Well, that was good. That was cool. I liked that a lot. Because, as I've said many times, as someone who's not a huge conspiracy theory follower or believer. Yeah, and. and- I like hearing them because. I think that you, I, I can see in the future you, like, convincing me of some stuff. I just find that some of this stuff, it just, it's just such rich storytelling. And I think there is a common thread to a lot of it, which is what, is, which is what's driving my interest now. Well, and honestly, the Keanu one, like... Compelling. Because... Be- Actually, He's immortal, you know though. why it's so compelling to me is because of my story last week about the kids and their past lives. Yeah. Because a lot of them do look alike and a lot of them do. So it's like, I almost want, like, has anybody asked him? Has anybody sat him down and had, a, <laughs> had an interview with him? Because like. 
Well, that also is really hearkened to like you the be in Matrix it, like, story because he was like yeah, this but that's not real life. iteration. But this the there's always something like in Star Trek they had the little handheld communicators and now we have cell phones and they're the ones well, that innovated yeah, sliding doors but that was, and that was a technology thing. It's all Not relative, a, I but think. But that was like technology. Though that's a real, that's a real, you can prove that. You can show that. Yes, sliding doors were literally invented because of Star Trek. For sure, which is a great innovation. But all they did were, they tied the doors to strings and pulled them. And just like, they figured out motors and sensors and stuff. Yeah, and no. So, yeah. Well, I know, but I'm just saying like, that's all based, you can see where it happened. Where a lot of that, it's like, okay, but like. I would just say, like, diving deep into, like, an existential thing that, like, we'll find a way to categorize and... Maybe, yeah. And figure all that stuff out on a spiritual and metaphysical level. At one point or another, I think that we'll do that. And I think that all of the stuff that we talk about, I mean, the you metaphysical can stuff... you fucking clone your pet now. I don't even... You can I don't fucking know what's clone an M&M now. And I don't mean the candy. I'm talking about Slim Shady Dog. Britney Spears. The well. whole 90s got... There's a whole, oh my god, I can't, I almost, I almost started talking about it. There's, it's such a fun, consp- bizarre conspiracy theory. It reads just like a science fiction. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. I'm excited to tell you. That's pretty cool. I might kiss a conspiracy and like it. Horrible. Sorry about that. That was horrible. It's late. It's very late. So. So. Thank you so much for listening to We Drink and We Know Things podcast. Yeah, I'm Andrea Payne. I'm Tom Payne. We're married. We're very married. We're doing this thing. We are getting some really great feedback, and we keep that shit up. Love it, Holler and it makes us. us so happy. We're in the works of talking about maybe trying to do a Patreon just yeah. just because we want to make the sound quality better. And if and if you guys like us enough, and we get enough feedback and enough. You know, the ball rolls up enough to where we feel like it's appropriate to make one, then we will. And, and we have a Tumblr and an Instagram and a Facebook and a Twitter. We were everywhere, we're y'all. We're the whole thing, man. Come find us. We're there. Just look for us. We drink and we know things podcast. Yeah. Or half the alphabet. <laughs> Grab a drink. That. We should coin Half that. the alphabet. Yeah, we should. Grab also, a drink and listen to us and love us. And if you don't, don't. Do anything, just leave. <laughs> and if you have if you have ideas about like sort of the content we should talk about, send us oh, some ideas. ideas. Yeah. yeah. If you have a story or something creepy or something weird or something we're so, interesting. Uh, yeah, we're such a wide range. Obviously, we drink and we know things. We don't be tied to and I think that that's what we're kind of evolving into. I don't think we should try to be tied to any sort yeah. of it's we This drink. is the content. I think we decide the content based on if it's interesting. Yeah, sure. It's we drink and we know things podcast at gmail. Dot com. And we have a website. You can get on our yeah. website. We drink and we know things. And we have a direct link to our email there, yeah, as well. Yeah, thanks for listening to us. And we love you guys. Yeah, yeah. Tell all your friends and we'll see you next week. Tell a friend, please. Bye. Bye. Bye.